But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Happy Monday, everybody. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is Wrestling Rob behind the glass. We are live one more again here on this uh, beautiful, rainy Monday. Uh, ready for the Subway Series again. Ready for the Yankees to spank that ass today from the Bronx. Uh, probably won't happen, uh, considering the lineup. <laughs> considering considering the Mets the pitching just matchup so happen isn't, to is line not in our favor. They, they, they so happen to line up. Up where Scherzer gets to start tonight, you know that uh, work. Who out. starts tomorrow for the Mets? It's not Degrom right, anymore. Okay. It was, and they moved them, and I was like <gasps> setback, and then I was like, no, not a setback. But anyway, hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody tuned in last night uh, to the break buds. I know there was a whole lot of hype going on in here. Uh, Rob never left the office. Actually, he just stayed and I'm ran in, in circles in the lobby just because he was so fired up about pulling the Trey Lance helmet. That was a the dope. glitter. The glitter the got glittery. Rob going. It, that was uh, trending on Twitter. Uh, the glittery helmet. <laughs> the glittery um, bison. The glittery bison. The glitter buffalo. He was calling it. <laughs> glitter buffalo was trending on Twitter. Uh, so go uh, go check out that show right now. It's on our YouTube channel. Not right now. After us, uh, at the very least. Um, you're never going to believe this, guys. We may or may not. We don't want to make any uh, assumptions, but we have somebody else in the studio today. There's a fifth. That's right. Fifth Anthony that might be joining Chop Sports. I mean, it's up to him. He's probably going to walk out of here today like, those guys are out of their fucking minds. There's no way that I'm going to be working for those guys. But, yes, there's a bunch of Anthonys that have come and gone. This could be a fifth one. So, hopefully, he enjoys the live show and the live presentation, and uh, we can go and ask us another intern. Uh, how embarrassing is that going to be as I put him on the spot right there? Like, if he doesn't come back, it's like, poof, man. He must have really thought we sucked. No, I think he, I think he's enjoying himself. <laughs> I think he's enjoying it. He actually is a full sale student. So, uh, really, is, are they still doing the uh, the NXT down there at Full Sail? Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. So yeah, see, he's not a wrestling and guy, really, but he knows that there's good. wrestlers. It's all good, buddy. Um, you know, life gets in the way. If Just don't let it happen again. Facebook user, go over to YouTube. Watch it on YouTube. Fly Eagles so fly. I'm going to assume. I want to take one or two guesses on Please. who that is. Danny. No, because Danny knows how to use YouTube. That's that's Gracie. I think that's a John Gracie right there. That, that could be a good poll from Dave to find out who that is. So anyway, if you're watching on Facebook or any other uh, platform other than YouTube, hop on over to YouTube. Give the video a like. Uh, we really appreciate you. Loaded, loaded, loaded show today because considering it is Giants Day, we start at the bottom of the NFC East where they are and where they're probably going to stay. Uh, we'll talk about the Giants in a little bit. But first, Gooch, the old rundown. Yeah, we scheme. got a loaded rundown. So yeah. I want to first start with the breaking news that I just got and everybody else may have just received at the – Utah Jazz and the Knicks ah. are, in fact, still involved in trade talks surrounding Donovan Mitchell. But Utah must think that Donovan Mitchell is Kevin Durant because while I don't really think the players in this offer is solid, mm. they want a significant upgrade over the offer that the Knicks have standing. And the standing offer is Fournier topping in five ones. I'm sorry, the Knicks already offered five ones? Well, that's supposedly what's happening. I didn't read the article. I just headline skimmed on this Fuck one. the future. Because we it just, it just <laughs> like, broke. Just forget it. But I do, I do think that... Both teams are a little crazy. If the Knicks are willing to part with that, I don't know. I feel like that sets them back for the future, obviously. And, yeah, a little, um, bit, a little bit. I feel like Utah is asking a little bit too much. So we'll see if they can find a common ground on that. But as of now, no no updates there besides that. You're the Knicks GM. Your gun is to your head. I'm not doing it. Okay. No you way. You offer a lot of guns to heads on this show. I'm a violent I think you person. got it from me, honestly. I say gun to my head a lot. Just I, know. To like, I heard that just a lot just on the airwaves. Just to significantly... Um, 
I think it was a, a more of a articulate um, the like how serious I am about like Gundy making this choice. I think it has a Francesa thing. Or you have to make it. It's like you're not allowed to just be arbitrary here and you pick down like the middle. Gun you gotta is to your head. One or the other. Proverbial gonna get blown. Not away. trying to die here, so I <laughs> guess I'll die, pull the trigger or not. No, I'm not doing the trade. <laughs> anyway, all right. Wait, no trade. Pull the trigger. Hey, on no. the trade. On not the trade. my head. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. All right. So Major League trust. Baseball. This is a little fun tidbit. This isn't really news, but if anybody watched the Red Sox and was it Baltimore? Uh yeah, Red Sox Baltimore game. Christian Arroyo is mic'd up. And I always talk about Rugnet Odor and how Players around the league are afraid of them hands. They know that Rugnet Odor is quick to light We've you seen up. It. And they had a little, I wouldn't call it a dust-up, but I didn't see the play that led to it. Christian careful, Arroyo, careful with the Christian Arroyo <laughs> on his way off the field, turned back, and he's like, don't beat me up, bro. And it, caught, it was caught mic'd up, and I thought oh, it was funny. That's, that's so they joked gem. about it. Rugnet Odor, nobody wants to fight the guy because... He knocked out Joey Bats, baby. All right, so that's Greatest it for, for that little tidbit. <laughs> and I do want to talk about other potential beef or lack thereof. What's going on with the Yankees and Garrett Cole? Uh, he wants to fight everybody. He doesn't, though. If Garrett Cole <laughs> wanted to fight anybody, he would have actually fought somebody. And I don't, I don't um, look at Cole like the fighter type. I feel like there's a resounding... Um, Yankee fans are uh, pretty much agreeable on this. That look, it's your job to do that on the mound. If you want to stop the the bleeding, so to speak, every fifth day, do that. Go out there and and be dominant as a pitcher, and the rest will carry over. Right now, I feel like both times that the Yankees have gotten involved in dustups this year, they come out of the other side looking like the, the soft team. Like Garrett Cole, you didn't really want that smoke. Um, and he didn't go after it. And Alex Manoa was right to say he what he just, said. Oh, I'm like, go past the Audi logo. Yeah, if you, wanna go, <laughs> if you wanted to fight me, you would have went past the Audi logo. That is, that's, that's basically calling him out on every um, way, shape, and form. right, though. He is right. That would be a, a heavyweight title bout, too. Manoa is a big boy. <laughs> Cole is not um, not a small man either, so that would be a good fight. But Cole, his voice cracks. He's not beating up anybody. <laughs> no, well, Bailey just came and said, he's the friend that says, hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm again. He's turning back. He's like, is anybody going to stop me here, please? <laughs> Um, effort, uh, C for the effort. I'll give mm. you a C. Okay. Um, and and Aaron Boone. Boone. <laughs> Where was that two weeks ago? Damn. Look, I, like, I get it. I was bashing Boone for him not calling out the players to the media a little he bit. He does Listen, but in his defense, like, he doesn't get angry, angry in the press conference. So for him to do this, I think he's had it. I think he's just had it. So was he talking about the Orioles when he's like, oh, if you want to crown him, then crown him. <laughs> Let him off the hook. Um, no, definitely not. But I listen. He's uh, was that me that crowned them? I think you just crowned him. Yeah. Friday. Oh, you crowned. Yeah, because everybody wanted to go back at a certain date. Blah blah blah. Uh, but yeah, dude, Boone showing some fire, bro. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. But Boone's, I think it was my dad who told me Boone's like, getting fired. There's no way he does that in the locker room. The judge. Win, if they don't win the World Series this year, Boone's 100%, done. There's he no goes into the locker about it. He goes to the clubhouse and goes, "Look, motherfucker!" <laughs> Looking up at judge. <laughs> judge is like, "Are you out of your mind? And Get out of here." And I don't want to hear a fucking thing about. Him not being able to pitch and hit, yeah, he couldn't really pitch or hit when he was a player either. Oh, you, so. you were at one of his the most iconic yeah, Yankee memories he came of all in time. Off the bench, stop it. Well, right, look, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy Boone ended the Red Sox. Um, I mean, that was the last. That was like when we were still clinging to the curse. I was literally <laughs> there was literally 1918 signs in the in the stands. That of course, day. there was unbelievable. Then it all went away. Those were the good old days. They're good old days. All right, so enough of the Major League Baseball bullshit. On to football. Loaded, loaded. We had preseason week two over the weekend. I'm going to touch up on a couple of guys that did well and maybe a couple of guys that didn't do so well. Uh, Brian Robinson right now is looking to be the RB1 over in Washington. Antonio Gibson's fumble woes continue. And while I do think he played well last year throughout the injuries, I think that there's a chance that 
you're going to see a muddled backfield situation in Washington. And at the very least, while Brian Robinson's stock is definitely rising in drafts and Antonio Gibson's maybe falling a little bit, I think that you're just going to see a muddled situation where if Robinson does well, he's going to get half the carries. Antonio Gibson's not going to get up. You so know, it's, it's literally all – it's either a split or he doesn't get it. Yeah, anything. and you also have to remember they have a, a pass-catching back. His name is – J.D. McKissick, who's going to end up – Seeing a lot of third down yeah, work. He's going to so eat that up, too. I feel like the Washington Commanders' backfield just became a, lo- a lot more muddled. Not that it was really that clear-cut as it was. He ran for 1,000 yards last year, though. Who? Antonio Gibson. No, I know. Yeah, and so he, did Zeke. And nobody's Antonio fucking saying Gibson anything about was that. Like <laughs> he had consistent goal line usage, and he did have a, a, a good counting stats when it was all said and done. But week-to-week basis, Antonio Gibson wasn't He was really hard to effective. trust. He was hard to he trust He wasn't that effective week, week by week. He didn't really have any splash weeks. Mm. Um Moving off of Antonio Gibson, Davis Mills, again, continues to have a strong preseason. Mills Mafia. Through two big throws late against the defending Super Bowl champs, um, fifth string. But nonetheless, <laughs> the, the Texans are playing a win Still in preseason. And he was in the game late, and he made two big plays. Um, Cavante Turbin. Two kick Got return touchdowns. An MVP on earns, the roster. Himself, earns himself a roster spot by halftime. They tell him to take off his pads. Sorry, Dave, I stole your thunder on that one. But, yeah, <sighs> Cavante Turbin. Looked like, again, I'm going to steal your thunder. The human joystick. Oh, come on. He looked like a little Devontae Hall action out there. I'm just going to um, go. <laughs> not good for the NFC. Not good for the Packers if we we're not able to shore up the special teams. Well, He'll probably the score a touchdown I, against I, I mean, look, everybody's like getting uh, – listen, I'm very excited about the fact that we have two, a punt and a kickoff return. That doesn't happen in Dallas. But like, what I will say is now just teams are going to just kick the shit out of the ball and there's not going to be a return. That's yeah, all. But, but also that's also uh, an added – that's good. That's a good thing. It's an average starting position of 25 yards. Yeah, you're you're going to be better off. You're going right. to be better off. Super um, Bowl. Sort of this. I feel you. I get he's, it. He wouldn't be the first guy that people avoided. And it, and it always, having a kick returner isn't a bad thing that they avoid him. You know? Yeah. So, Kenny Pickett looked really good yesterday. Yeah. Small hands and all. Kenny Pickett was managing to do well against the Jaguar starters. I can't believe they still. I, Mitch. He might all the, playing How's he going to lose a job and start? I mean, uh, he, he, Mitch didn't do anything. They're bad, all playing good. Bad either. Um, I heard Rudolph is still playing okay. Yeah, he's not. He's on he's, the roster. Uh, Rudolph is looking to be traded, I would imagine, just like Big Dick Nick. <laughs> he did get traded today. Yes. Um, so Kenny Pickett looked good. <laughs> Traylon Burks did not look good. He is not looking good. There is a video that came out a couple months back, and it came out that it was an asthma situation. It looked like I'm a fat fuck situation, and <laughs> now he's having trouble getting his footing in camp. Uh, look, there was people were down on Jamar Chase preseason last year. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to compare well, the two. Didn't Traylon they say Burks he couldn't see? He couldn't like Traylon it. Burks isn't the same type of player. There was a drops issue with Jamar drops Chase. Issue, he did end up true. dropping the ball a lot last year, but, but. it didn't matter. <laughs> When it was all said and done, it did not matter. Um, I don't think that they're the same type of player. He's going to have to get his foot. He's not in the same offense, so no. I wouldn't put him in the same class. I think that he's kind of uh, avoid him at all costs because there's plenty of good rookie receivers, which maybe we'll get into Friday for fantasy purposes. Had my first draft. And um, a little James Rube news, a little positivity coming out of Chicago, and Roquan Smith is ending his holdout. He's the backbone of the defense. Probably not going to mean much in terms of the win-loss totals, but it's good to see a star player at least kicking kicking around back there again. Um, more important news, and a little disturbing news coming out of Tampa. Ah, uh, so that, all right. So can we preface this by me saying that on Friday I said like it could be a very very tough situation. Something yeah. could be very wrong in the situation. <laughs> Hit him, Gooch, with Giselle the breaking news. Hand. So Todd Bowles came out and said that Tom Brady will be back. 
sometime early this week. First of all, the the unknown was was a little alarming. And really, it was just them keeping the information close to the cuff because there's no way Todd Bowles didn't know that Tom Brady didn't have a personal issue. He was on vacation. The only personal issue was Giselle's tan. <laughs> Tom Brady in the Bahamas <laughs> with his family working on Super Bowl ring number eight. Gotta love it. The only guy that really does get the pass, and deservedly so, is Tom Brady. 100%. But as a player, not that I'm a player, but if I was a player who was put if in I, a situation— If I'm Mike Evans, am I like, what the fuck, bro? No. No? Yes and bro. no. It's Tom Seven. Yes Super and no. Bowls, I don't bro. think Mike Doesn't Evans matter, is. Bro. I don't think Mike Evans is. This guy's whole. He, what if he holds the team hostage? This I'm year? walking around like this. I'm talking about room. forget his teammates because I, I think forget that Tom Brady brought teammates. all those guys a lot. Uh, I don't think that Tom Brady is causing a stir in the locker room amongst his teammates. I think the one teammate that would have caused a stir yeah. with is now gone. Yeah. And oh, he's going to cause one now on this next podcast he, wherever I, he pops up. And, and, hope it's here. And shedding. Hey, Antonio, you're bored. Shedding light on his comment. I mean, after it's all said and done, if AB wanted to go to the Bahamas, he would be Dennis Rodman. Very yeah, true. Yeah, but so yes. anybody, anybody castrated, just know. completely yeah, killed, completely yes. destroyed in the media. And Tom Brady, at least on the half of the half I the side of it, that. is going to rip him anyway because Tom Brady has a lot of haters. But at the same time, I understand it's Tom Brady. You make exceptions for certain players, and that's just the way it is. Tom Brady has to be put in a class all by but himself. 100%, it sucks bro. though. Your boy went on a on Not a close, bro. And under I made, a waterfall and I made throughout the and I made the comparison throughout the offseason last year, and it only it always leads back to the same thing. Well, it's like, well, you know, you have a little more work to do because you can't get over that hump. Tom Brady gets over the hump consistently, so it's hard to be like, you know what? But Tom Brady also never went away in camp. So the humps that this he's been like able to get over. August. This yeah, isn't like, like July like, or June. Playing, you know, like this is fucking. Listen, the Dolphins. They were playing the Dolphins the first. That's week like of, the first week of the preseason. He obviously saw that months before that. No. I'm not doing it. I'm not going. You know what it is? We're it's playing so funny. on vacation right here. I, I think it's more or less is just I'm doing but, what but I want. But that's like going to a he job. He was going to retire. He had other but things. But that's like going to any job. Planned. Just any job. Me, you, Ashley, anybody here. Like, you can go to a job like, hey, Tom Brady uh, I'd like to interview for this job. Okay, you're hired. Great. Oh, but I mm, I have this vacation planned. And that's exactly what Brady just did. Brady came back from retirement and said, I'll come back, but we just booked our flight on my private but jet. But here's the thing. I'm going to need but some here's time the thing. off. Here's the thing. Excuse. Here's the thing with Tom oh, Brady. Shit, Here's though. the thing with Tom Brady, though. What? He's he's getting. It's not like uh, if he didn't play there, he wouldn't get to play somewhere else. He'll he dictate. Oh, it speaking all. of that, did you hear about yes. that? There's that in your rundown. It ski. is. All right. So good. as I as we just touch on the Tom Brady saga that's going on currently, I know he doesn't have a normal job, Rube. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not a normal guy. Yeah, I know. He's not working McDonald's job. right now. No. Not only is it not a normal job, he's not a normal player human being. You're right. In the nor- he's in the Illuminati and he's on steroids. <laughs> Get you. <laughs> I wonder if there was a random testing period that Tom Brady was on vacation for because he's hiding from the NFL doping commission. If that even exists. He's on the kale. <laughs> the kale, right, by the so way. So we're here to make John Gruden look worse. But in, in this regard, I'm not so sure it makes him look worse. Because I'll well, get to that is, in a second. This, this is interesting stuff. So like, Dana White came out over the weekend. As you know, we're going to talk about the UFC and, and what took place over the weekend. But ooh. first, we'll bleed into the, the UFC and, and NFL kind of fringing together here. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady came out and said... or. Dana White came out and said that he had brokered a deal to bring not only Tom Brady, but his boy toy, Rob Gronkowski, over to Vegas. Kind of 
adds up when you look back and there was that whole Brady thing. It's like, you chose him over me? No, no, no. You're sticking with that fucking guy? You're sticking guy? with that fucking guy? Yeah, dude. And, I, and now it, you know who, the, who it is. He's and, literally talking shit about Derek Carr. And, and in hindsight, I mean, right now, going into the next projection. What a piece pro- of shit. Pro- projecting Cousins? Who did everyone th- I don't remember. I don't they, think anybody. There was a bunch. It, it never was a came to light, but thing, boy, it oh never boy. actually came out. No, but, it, but I think man. it was Carr who was like the one that it was the most settled on. Was like it was definitely Derek Carr. But now it's like confirmed, and it's like if I'm Derek Carr, I'm going out. I'm like the world on fire this year, bro. You have to. Well, In the name of Christ. Well, let's be real here. So Derek Carr, <laughs> Carr. Derek Carr, right now, um, got Tom Brady. I mean, Derek Carr got Devontae Adams in town, and they made the playoffs last year. The Bucs did win a Super Bowl, but that roster wouldn't have been the same. And with John Gruden in town, they're not going to take all those castoffs the same way. Nor do I think the Raiders were in a position to, much like Tampa was, okay. in terms of signing all those guys, even though they were a dollar each. Um, <laughs> True. I think that Derek Carr and John Gruden standing firm on that puts the Raiders in a better situation over the next six, seven years. Derek Carr is going to play. He's their franchise guy. They have a receiver now that's his best friend. So it all worked out. But it would have been interesting to see if Tom Brady did end up in Vegas as per Dana White. Yeah, like, welcome to the crossover world. You know also, what I mean? Like, why are you breaking yeah, this news? Yeah, it's a little odd. And Dana, Dana White keeping that close Uncle to cuff. Dana. Now he's coming out, and I think people will draw the lines that I drew. And I feel like it is kind of Can't dragging, see the line, can you, Ross? dragging Derek Carr nope. a little bit. Because I think it kind of does mean it was Derek Carr. Yeah. This, play, dude, if I'm Derek Carr, man... I don't know. It, Derek Carr's not the type to come out and like fire back. You know, he's not. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's like a, a Christian. He's like a big, you know, he's just a nice dude. Like, he's not going to be like, you know what, fuck Tom Brady. Like, he should or like anybody else would or should. Uh, but he'll just go prove it. He'll just go, you know, play his ass off. He's got his, like you just said, he's got his buddy out there now. And Carr's prime for a big year, I think. All right. So we're go Raiders. Like I I'm said, we're, we're kind of crossing over into the UFC. Rob, you can end up pulling up the first graphic because ending the rundown with the UFC. Kamaru Usman. What a great text or message it was to wake up to, yeah, by the way, you dominated, guys. Kamaru Usman dominated um, Leon Edwards for the better part of four and a half rounds before he got zapped by a left high kick to the dome. It was and to the button. Like, bro, it's just right boom, on the button. Boom, right there. I just want to address a couple of things because I wouldn't say that they're casual fans, and I don't really like throwing that word around, um, the casual fan, but a lot of people are saying that it was a lucky kick. Now, there's no... Look, st- there is that. luck involved in yeah, any fight. But like you, there is, there you're is. Throwing there kicks is. the entire like, fight. In terms of <laughs> One's the way out. the odds were set up in this fight, and if they fought a hundred times, how they would mostly turn out, there is a little bit of luck involved here. He was getting dominated, but he had a, he had all the exciting moments in the fight. The fight was boring. He took um, him down. He right? got he got he took him down to a full mount. First time Usman's ever been taken down ever. in his UFC career. Right, Leon Edwards has gone the distance with Usman in the past, and. He's taken him outside of Colby. I think, you know, you look, Colby wasn't able to finish him. What I'm trying to say here is Usman, while he was dominant, he took the clearest path to victory and the easiest path. And you pay the price when you're fighting the guys at the top, in the, you know, the best guys in the world. You can't get caught lacking. And Usman had plenty of opportunities to do a lot more damage than he did. And if you look at Leon Edwards' face after the fight, I mean, it doesn't look like a guy that got beat up for no. For it does not, and a half bro. Minutes. There was there was post game of him eating pizza with the belt on his shoulder at a club. He looked like he didn't fight. Yeah, and look, I've always Crazy. been a fan of Leon Edwards. He's not a huge fan favorite because he's coming from the UK, and the whole three piece in the soda thing with Masvidal kind of took some shine off of him. But the guy hasn't lost in seven years. It was the first UFC title fight pairing two guys on a ten fight win streak or more. The first one would have been Khabib and Tony, but they never got that. To go down. Mm-hmm. So it was an epic bout in terms of the buildup. 
And the way it went down, man, that left head kick, it's just flat. I put it in the top five knockouts flat. I've ever seen live. Dude. Because of the, the scenarios leading up to but it. But now even Rube's coming in. There, there's going to be a trilogy, and Usman's going to be like a heavy favorite. I, I agree. I agree that Usman should be the heavy favorite. And But Usman calls up Dana White in the presser while Dana White's no, talking. No, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, He's Jesus. like, I just want you to know next time I'm going to kill him. And it's like, bro, yeah, not yeah. for nothing. You just got sparked. If I kill Get him, over yourself. If I kill him, and I'm not taking it away, he is going to beat him the next fight. Almost guaranteed. But if by kill him, you mean you're going to take him down, push him up against the cage. You're going to have to fight like you've got to win the title. You know, then maybe you'll kill him. But I don't think you're going to finish him. I don't think that you were throwing any power shots, well, really. Say, bro, I say that all the time. It's a pressure thing. In a UFC fight, all the time, especially when it's a title fight, the champion has, like, traditionally tried to coast. And he tried to coast and got caught, right? So now he's not going into the fight where he can coast. He's got to finish Edwards See, next time. Here's the actual crazy part. Going into the fifth round, Trevor Whitman was saying, like, he's exhausted. You could do real damage right now if you open it up. And I feel like Usman in the fifth actually opened it up a little bit more so. And I do want to point out, it doesn't really happen often in the UFC, but right before the KO, they were pushed up against the cage and there was not action happening. So it's actually Usman's lack of action that Herb Dean ended he's up stepping in. He's been doing that for three years, four Herb years. Herb Dean ended up stepping in and breaking him apart. Yeah. And said, all right. Action. Get up. <laughs> so Usman's lack of action while having the advantage is what ended up getting him the L. I was talking to Bro, shout out to Bro for pulling the Trey Lance card yesterday in the break. I was talking to him and he was like, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, I don't disagree with the with the stoppage right there and then pulling them apart, but it doesn't happen often and it doesn't really happen that late in a fight where there was no warnings. There really wasn't. There was a lot of fence grabs, but overall lack of entertainment in that fight until that one Shining moment for Leon Edwards. Happy for the guy. Me um, too. Does I'm, the rematch happen next? Though? Right away. The right rematch away. Rematch does happen right away. Right but away. look, in the UFC, bro, oh, there is no months, guarantees. Leon Edwards could pull something in the training camp. This could get pushed back a year. I saw a couple comments in the in the Facebook group where I posted the knockout link, where it was like, well, now it's just easier for Kamzat to get the belt. No, no, no. It's actually significantly harder for Kamzat to get the belt now because. Now they're setting up a rematch. Kamzat has to probably fight Diaz and then maybe even fight again. Anything could happen in said rematch. Was there a non-nut shot that paused the action yeah, too? Yeah, again, it was Usman faking getting hit in the nuts. Dad, Jesus Christ. He absolutely 100,000% <coughs> deserved to lose this fight in every way, shape, and form. I've never been an Usman fan because, A, I'm a Colby guy. So, like, Usman's been, like, a thorn in the side for years. But, like, and look... I'm not about to sit there and say that he wasn't going into this fight the pound for pound best fighter in the world because he probably is. Pound right? for pound, what headshot? Dead. <laughs> that was the the greatest line, and honestly, I'll be using that for some time. Wait, who said that? That sounded like sounded like Leon Edwards right after. Oh the no, fight. it didn't sound. Like, uh, and just a post fight interview in general. I forgot he's British. There's something special when. You see a guy realize his dreams yeah. like in real time when you watch Brandon Moreno oh, got, win the belt in Mexico and yeah. like that shot of him just taking it all in. And when it happens the way it happened, he was dejected. He was he wasn't giving eye contact to his coaches in the corner. Shout out to his corner, by the way. Great job in between rounds. You love to see that where they were like really lighting a fire under his ass. And he wasn't responding. Like he wasn't responding in between rounds, but it that head kick. But like I was saying, it it's a special moment when like he started to realize what just took place from the trenches, baby. He was down on the cards, and he said, yeah, I was down, but I, didn't, I wasn't out, and you got to put people away in the UFC. 
So shout out to Usman. And quick, yeah, just want to touch up on the the co-main. Anything can it, happen here, Anthony. Just so the you co-main know. was an entertaining, uh, entertaining fight. Luke Rockhold. I'm happy for Luke Rockhold. I don't like the guy, but he's a pioneer in the sport and he's been around for a while. I've seen him fight for the was last. The Jose 10, fight? No. Ten fifty. That was boring. But we'll talk. I'll, Jose lost a decision. Sucks, but hey, moving on. Luke Rockhold fight was a banger. Him and Paulo Costa, another guy that's just growing on me. I'm not a fan. Of the fighter, and I feel like the Adesanya saga kind of took some of his shine away, but he's building it back. <laughs> Look, that was just pure entertainment. Stay Luke Rockhold was gushing blood, gushing blood from his nose, and he was on top. Yeah. and Just dripping did, all over him? No, but he did Worse what, what everybody that you'd say, if I'm in a street fight, Worse I'm going to blow that. snot in his, no, in his face. Like, you hear certain guys that fight like animals. Luke Rockhold has this, like, pretty boy look. Look, motherfucker fought like an animal. He, he didn't win, fought hard. But the most disgusting thing I've seen in a UFC fight That's was crazy. he was leaking blood and he put his face like, like on purpose like in his like eyeballs, blowing, blowing blood. And Costa's face was just covered. Are it you was kidding? Mouth open, <laughs> mouth open, bro. And oh, after the God. fight, he was, Costa was like, yo, that shit Remember was COVID? weird. <laughs> yeah, COVID. Now these guys are bleeding all over each other. But Rockhold, Rock it was good to see him go out on his shield because... The last five years, he really hasn't fought much. In the fight, four or five fights before that, he got ended rather, rather violently. So the 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 book on him was that he had no chin, and he at least proved that he could stay in there in the pocket. And four years off, kind of, there wasn't really much ring rust, but I think his chin kind of held up well. So, congrats to Luke Rockhold. If it is a career, um, you're a piece of shit. But you know. Uh, Bailey came in and said, anything can happen here, Anthony, uh, quotes. And he says, then quotes, gets COVID. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to walk out of here like, yeah, it was a good first day, but I'm not feeling very well. So anyway. And, uh, that, and that, I guess that was an extended rundown version, but that's yeah, it for me. We great. Could, UFC what a great, a great, great, fantastic way to uh, to wake up. To, no, actually, it wasn't a wake up. Thing. Yeah, it was because I was watching the Cowboys um, preseason game on Friday, uh, Saturday. Over the UFC, which everybody's going to be like, you watched the preseason game over UFC? Yes. Yes, I did. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a diehard, so that's what I'm going to choose. And I said to myself, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just catch the main when the main happens. I didn't make the end of the Cowboys. He fell fell asleep asleep. a couple minutes before Usman did. Literally, like 1230. Oh, I like that. I like very good. Well played. He was Uh, asleep with his eyes open. Yeah. My eyes eyes closed. I woke up, and I'm like, oh, my God. I missed the end of the Cowboy game. Did you see the Grim Reaper? Show up like the Grim Reaper popped in and was like, Is he dead? <laughs> so, and then the Grim Reaper left, that's and it so was funny. just a doctor, bro. <laughs> so that's what happened. I got up in the middle, like, and just out of, out of a slumber, I'm like, what, what just happened? I was like, Oh my god, I missed the end of the cowboy. Game. I was like, Oh, fuck, I missed the Usman fight. It doesn't matter. Usman probably stomped him out. Go to the group chat, and I got he Gooch did, in there. I was like, stomp. Wow, he did stomp out his, his foot a lot. He did stomp him out a little. He, did he try the foot thing? He tried the foot, he's such a bitch anyway so that's the end of that no, so, look usman fought well he did what he I mean, had, he had to four do and a half fight. rounds of control basically you're he telling got, me. Well, he lost the first round he got taken down he got mounted and then he got gave up his back so the first round like i said all the excitement from that fight was delivered by edwards it was just bookended it was first round and then electrocuted him at the end <laughs> zap you're dead yeah all right anyway so shout oh, wait, out wait, to wait 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 my bad here we um, go Michael Perry defeated um, MVP in a wildly entertaining little fest. And what they do in, in Bare Knuckle is like like almost like Wait, the so the guy fighter. that guy that we watched, he win? Or no, lost? he lost. Ah. I mean, he didn't even touch the other guy. <laughs> 
Like the only thing the other I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna give it all. The only thing the other guy had wrong with him was he had really fucked up bloody knuckles. Like he 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 lit him still, up. Early. I'm sorry, my my dad has called it a million times about the UFC, and I'm always like, Dad, you know it's a sport. You know it's like, they, they, it's there's jujitsu or jujitsu. It is not. But for bro, the faint bare of heart. knuckle fighting. It's not for the faint of heart. Are you but out of I your fucking it. minds love if you it. do that? Yeah, I, I love it. it. You're all crazy. I love I, it. Like you could give them each a sword. I, I'm talking about <laughs> if they sign the waiver, I'm down. Like sword fight. I'd rather watch a fencing match because that that you know it's like they got the protective gear. You're going out there and wrapping your hands. With like a piece of control violence, control violence, beating the control shit out. I'm like, oh, is, is the best form that's of entertainment. Not controlled, that's control. I feel like it's not control. You will never see bare knuckle boxers not respect each other after they fist fight. Uh, that's like that's true. Go for UFC not too. afterwards. Yeah, depending on who you are. I understand. Like maybe not in the moments directly afterwards, but there's been some heavy beef brewing for quite some time against guys that fought each other. And there's people that's, that's selling it too. You, they probably know. There's people no, out there that belong nowhere near it. Like my beautiful love of but my no, life, Paige right. Van Zandt, just getting killed every you, time she's there. They should. They should <laughs> always. Um, <laughs> Whole time. You're pretty face. You're gonna get fucked these, up. These guys are psychopaths, and a lot of them don't understand. Um, don't have an off switch. Which is is a little sad to see some of them just get the yeah, shit beat is, out though. of them. Yeah, and a lot of the guys that I think are UFC castoffs don't belong because they have the big name value, but they don't belong in there getting beat up the way they they're are. They're not boxers. They're not fighters. They're like um, know, they're scrappers. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. combat sports, baby. Gotta love it. Do want to let you guys know that the Chop Sports Daily is being brought to you in part by the Fusco Insurance Agency. That's right, Michael Fusco doing it all over there. Uh, contact him right now. I don't know where my read is. I guess when you guys clean off the tables, it could be that over there. No, nah, that's another piece of paper. Could be that over there. I did not have my read today. I'm sorry for that, Fusco. You know you're my guy. So if you are uh, looking for retirement settlements or you're looking for anything like that, Michael Fusco is your guy. Be sure to contact him, Fusco Insurance. Agency.com to go check out your wealth and planning and all that stuff. Comprehend. I know I said the comprehensive retirement plan a trillion times over, so that's what he's going to help you do. Uh, Fusco's our guy. We also want to give a uh, quick shout out to the people uh, over at Dat Chat, which is, by the way, one of the coolest social media platforms going right now. No sensors, no none of that stuff, no screen sharing, no screenshots. You are safe over there, unlike Facebook, who gave me another flag when I said I wanted to beat somebody into dust over the weekend. Um, so they're like, you can't say that. I'm just like, yeah, but it was like a hypothetical. Whatever. <laughs> but I, there's no contest. Maybe but if I, you change dust to glitter. There you go. I want to beat somebody at the glitter. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, and then of course, steveaspar.com working on the brand new chopsportsmedia.com to be launched on September 1st. I want to also shout out the New Jersey Film and Television Commission for sharing our stuff today. I'm really appreciative of that. A lot of cool things happening over at Chop Sports. But just so you know, and this is going to throw Anthony for a complete loop. We are also being brought to you in part by Manscaped.com. Right, Coach? We are. So if you head on over to Manscaped.com and use the promo code SHOPSPORTS, you'll have some clean-shaven balls for 20% <laughs> off mm -hmm. your entire yes. order. You head on over to Manscaped. They have the Performance Package 4.0. It has the Lawnmower 4.0 with a 400K LED light for the dark underbelly of man. No worries about the taint jungle in your gooch. Not me. I'm talking about the hair between your ass and your balls. That is, in fact, a gooch. Gotta clean them out. Does that suck? I love it, bro. This is, I mean, I your whole life, does anybody ever, you know? Honestly, I was called starch honestly, a lot it was because, always you know, a, I was a bigger It was always dude. a taint to me and a chode, and then it became a gooch later on in life, and there, I was like, dude, do you, you want to get fucked up right now? 
And then I just owned it. I don't care. I embraced it. I am Gooch, the Gooch. The right? But I am a clean-shaven Gooch because I have the Manscaped 4.0, ah, see? the lawnmower 4.0. So mm-hmm. head on over to Manscaped, use the promo code SHOPSPORTS, and don't forget to exfoliate your booty hole. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today, I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Yikes. When you're done shaving it. Oh, my. And that is where we lost the ability to grab another intern named Anthony. He's done with that. I He's, think he can handle it. I think he can He's going to be it. like, you know what's so funny? Me, too. I got the cleanest asshole in the game. It's like, great job. Everybody's bonding here. Um, Ashley's about to lose her shit. <laughs> She's like, I can't uh, do all Sam this talk. Brasso, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you, your, your participation, as always. Sam, you've been holding it down with us since day Sam one. Is, yeah, Sam is a, and, an um, avid I couldn't supporter. tell you how much we appreciate you and the entire Grasso family. Oh, the Grassos are the greatest. Speaking of not being the greatest, I guess it's time to talk about the New York football giants, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this I've been waiting for this one my whole life, really. Uh, no, um, waiting for Thursday when I talk about the 17-0 Dallas Cowboys. But I will start talking about the New York football giants. And we watched them last night during my draft at home. Shout out to all my Ford's fantasy football draftees. 17 years running, so shout out to those guys. Um, but yeah, so the giants. Um, look. Vegas seems to have a way better expectation than we do, or I do at least. I don't know what Gooch is about to say. We don't talk about this in pre. Uh, But Vegas got the bar set at seven after winning three games last year. Four. Four games last year, which says right on the screen. I'm an idiot for not even knowing that. So basically, Vegas said, what you guys did in the offseason. is just dropping heaters in the fucking comments, not that it didn't throw up. First of all, he came in with the comment before when you were doing your read. Oh, God. I said, you give them both swords and I watch them. And Stimmy's like, "Uh, I don't know about watching two men sword fighting. (laughs) I get where you're going with that, Hey, now, Stimmy. But if they use Manscaped, it's not that. I guess we'll uh, start the Giants over again for my editing purposes. No, no, it's all good. So the New York football. Harry feet. (laughs) Stimmy. Timmy's the man. Check that out, buddy. <sighs> anyway, um, yeah, no, I, Ben Wexler's waiting for this one. Everybody's been waiting for this, and they're 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 waiting with on the edge of their seat to see how good Dave could possibly talk about the Giants this year. 
Well, I'm here to tell you that that's not going to happen. Uh, no, but I will say this. Vegas is predicting them to have seven wins. They had four last year. So Vegas is coming in saying, hey, what the Giants did in the offseason is at least worth three wins. The Giants offseason was very productive in the front office. They cleaned house over there, right? Head coach, GM, new regime. Giants fans are very optimistic about this. And I would be too because the guys they hired come from success. So it's not like, you know, they're not, they're not hiring McCarthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're hiring guys that are currently good at coaching. Like they're sought after guys. Yes. They, they, so they, they would have gotten jobs. I wanted places. him. We got him. I wanted him. We got him. Right? So the Giants are in line to do good things. Now, what did they do exactly in the front office? They lost a lot of pieces to me. Uh, so it's it's either they're trying to put their thumbprint on this team or they just didn't have the funds. And I know cap hell is a, a term that people use. But, I, again, if you believe in the cap, if you don't believe in the cap, it is what it is. But there's a lot of players that walked out the door. Uh, James Bradbury heads on over to Philadelphia. Logan Ryan, J.R. Reed, two safeties gone. Their tight end situation is abysmal right now, and we've watched that in the preseason, and they let go of Kyle Rudolph and Evan Ingram. Goodbye. Evan Ingram can't catch the ball, so I don't really care. Um, losing Austin Johnson, Danny Shelton, Lorenzo Carter, all on the defensive line. So now you're like, eh, fuck it. We don't need to rush the quarterback. Uh, Jabril Peppers, wasn't he brought over in the Odell trade? Yeah. Yeah, so all of a sudden you're like, oh, that was cool. Uh, you're gone too. Like, Jabril Peppers, gone. Will Hernandez, a highly touted guard, gone. Didn't play up to his expectations, so maybe you can let him walk out the out the door. Dante Pettis, again, not the biggest name in the world to to leave um, as far as the wide receiver room, but I don't know if you want to start nixing uh, pass catchers if you're a Giants team. Um, as far as the gains, they bring on Jahad Ward from the Jaguars, Max Garcia from the Cardinals. They bring in Matt Brady to back up Saquon Barkley. So Barkley fell in my draft to the end of the second round in case anybody's caring about that, really? where that could happen. I mean, that's because there's, there's expectations that Barkley, if healthy, can produce. And we all seen him when he's healthy. He's a very good back. But it's just a matter of if you're staying on the field or not. Um, so they bring in Matt Breda. They brought in Ricky Seals-Jones, who I don't even think has seen the field yet. Um, yeah, so he hasn't even seen the field. By the way, Anthony is a Giants fan, so... Just so you know, I'm not. I do not discriminate. Okay, I brought in a lot of different fan bases in here, and now he's. A, I got a Giants fan within the walls of Chop Studios. Um, when you look at their depth, oh, their draft. That's where the Giants. I think that's where the front office came out and said, you know what, we're going to do this. We need to address this. This is what's going to happen. Kayvon uh, Thibodeau last night left the game. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, fuck. he avoided major. He avoided injuries. some major injuries. He walked out. He went on camera. Said, we're all good. Don't worry about it. They bring in Evan Neal uh, from Bama. Massive tackle. You got to protect your investment. But is your investment Daniel Jones? It might be somebody down the road. Uh, Wandell uh, Robinson. Yeah, Robinson, another receiver. You have to add by subtract the depth chart. Now. We all watched a lot of Tyrod Taylor last night, so he played well. Daniel Jones, uh, I, I mean, the, the judgment's not out on him, but the, for, for Giants fans, I want to say that you're torn a little bit. I can't see anybody with the hype train on Daniel Jones right now, so you need to be proven right or wrong. Um, the receiving core, Kenny Galladay didn't catch a touchdown last year, right? And we saw him in the first preseason game come up no effort. I don't lazy. know. Galladay's yep. just a lazy dude. I don't know. He got paid, and now he just doesn't care. The one guy I did draft, and I broke my own car cardinal rule in my own home draft, I drafted Kadarius Tony late. Uh, this is on the Jimmy Palumbo kind of thing. He's a big Tony guy, so I was like, ah, I got to get somebody I can relate to. No, Kadarius Tony's going to be good. I think he's a, a, a gamer. There were rumors right off the rip in the, in, the, in the summer saying that they wanted to shop him, trade him, see what they can get for him. Um, but their offensive line still – 
hurting right now. Um, Andrew Thomas plays better uh, than than you know the rest of them, I guess. And then Neil. It's, it remains to be seen. He's a Haas, though. I mean, he's a big dude on the right tackle. That'll help you out. Defensively, Thibodeau, we just talked about. Leonard Williams got the big – I think he got paid, right? He got he got uh, the bag. So, yeah. yeah. So, Leonard Williams got the bag. Blake Martinez, one of my favorite guys before he landed on the Giants, former Packer. Uh, and then Xavier McKinney, sure, on the back end. But I look at this Giants team, Gooch, and look, when they say seven wins, and then I look at the schedule, we'll get into that in a minute. Where's your where's your forecast for the New York Football Giants right now? Well, I do think that Brian Dable is going to quickly enter the ranks of the top coaches in the NFL. I think he really is a good coach. He hasn't had the experience yet to prove it, but I, I I'm very confident that Brian Dable is the right guy for the Giants' job. I also believe in their general manager, and I know that going into this season, there's a little bit of um, they get a pass because the quarterback isn't theirs. That's not a good situation for the like fan that. base because it kind of sets back the rebuild right. a little bit. But that's the situation that they find themselves in. And with a Tyrod Taylor, the guy breathing down Daniel Jones' neck, there's really no reason. There's nothing to find out about Tyrod Taylor. We all know there's he's There's a lot God, to find right? out about that's Daniel going. Jones. Being that you have to understand that the competency of the previous coaching staff wasn't really there. So developing a young quarterback behind a bad offensive line with a – an investment in a first-round pick in Saquon Barkley that isn't really meeting his expectations, the offensive line woes, which I just mentioned, really not playing that great a defense last season. The season before that, their defense was pretty good. But the Giants, I think that there is a decent core, but the quarterback position is what's scaring me. If Daniel Jones, they could get even a little bit out of him or just move off of him altogether right away, the short leash on Daniel Jones, and just let Tyrod Taylor go – I think Tyrod Taylor is not going to hurt that team. I don't think he's going to do much to to step up and win games for them either. <laughs> Daniel Jones, he could win games for them because I think he's more talented. But I also think the decision-making and maybe the confidence that the team might have in him, it could spiral out for the Giants if Daniel Jones is the quarterback and he doesn't play well early, depending on how long that leash actually is. A lot of, a lot of people in the comments saying that it's, it's Tyrod Taylor that is going to take over this job. Now, I ask you – just because I'm curious to know your thoughts, but like, do you think we live in a world where the new coaching staff just simply says, "You're done here"? Like, you're you're I done do. here. I do. Like, it's but, Tyrod's but it's team now. Not not and not before he fails. But I also think what's, that but what's your definition of failure? What's the start that he needs to have? The reasons why they're losing games is because of him. If that's the start that they have, where it's like they're in position to win games and then a big pick. Look. I think that there's a more of a chance that that Daniel Jones, and now you're probably going to roast me for this, I think that there's more of a chance that he actually plays well than he gets pulled. I don't think he's going to play I'm not roasting anybody excited. For <laughs> like, I don't think he's going to exceed, you know, a Kirk Cousins type of, of anything ever in his career. That's the type of guy I think his ceiling is at. But if he could manage to turn it around, look look at guys like Tannehill. You know, they didn't they weren't good in their first situation, and it took a change of scenery. His change of scenery, luckily for him, gets to be in the same spot where there's at least some familiarity, and the coaching staff, he has to go prove himself again. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the NFL, um, and if he w- if he had medal the way you would like your starting quarterback to have, then he'll rise to the occasion. If he doesn't, then by week four, week five, I would like to see them pull the trigger. I don't think their season is salvageable at that point anyway. I, uh, I just want to point out, like Nick, uh, Nick, our – our sound engineer, Nick. By the way, I'll send you the audio after the show. Jones and Barkley haven't allowed offense. Haven't had offensive lines. Like they still don't. Like you don't add well, Neil and think that their offensive their line. Their offensive is, line is definitely. But improved. they're all banged up again. It's like, improved. 
Like, That's going to happen. You still don't have an offensive line. You can't just take a guy out of Alabama and say, like, oh, we got ourselves a line now. Also, you know what I mean? Also, it's a lot to do with scheme. I think Brian Dayball is a – I don't know. I mean – Brian Dable's coming from fucking Josh Allen. Yeah, but Josh and, Allen and, and Stephon but, Diggs. But you have to also look at the development of Josh Allen because after year two, Josh Allen, the, the book was like, oh, I don't know. It might it, he might not be the guy. And then year three, Josh Allen entered the realm of of elite quarterback. It's it's the that's Brian Dable having a lot to do with that and, True, and being fair. there and bringing him along. I have so, a question. Question. Jones is out by week four. Tyrell Terra comes in. Say they they hit eight, nine games. Nine games, right? He ain't well, the future. That's my question no, too. With no. quarterbacks they coming go, into next year, well, that's the thing. If what happens, you, the Giants. I, I don't believe in tanking. Options, so I don't believe in, in tanking at no, all. No, the no, Giants no. would just have to sit, stay put where they're at and hope that one of these new kids falls to them in the draft if they win eight. You'd be hard games. pressed to have. A but new, I find new it regime, hard. You have a hard press to come, have a new regime come in and tank, and that be your first, um, the first culture you want to bring into a situation is like here. Let's just lose. No. I'm just I saying, what does I say about Tyrod Taylor? That's another Tyrod Taylor situation where he gets these guys going and then he's out because the rookie came in. Well, look, I mean, you owe it, and, and I, I see James Rube coming in and saying it makes no sense. That's what I thought. It too. makes no sense to have Tyrod Taylor start. It doesn't, and that's why Daniel Jones is starting. But when you have a locker room full of vets and Daniel Jones isn't getting it done and the team is, the locker room is calling for the other guy, whether or not the Giants want to do it for and uh, team development purposes, they almost have to because you saw what the Dolphins were doing with Tua and Fitzpatrick back in the yeah. day. Yeah, like, the rotation. Same deal. Same deal. Like, you look, if if the locker room wants the best guy in the position to make the team win, you owe it to the vets. They're not tanking. You know, I would, I would feel like Jimmy uh, Jimmy Palumbo coming involved, getting involved here. Can you judge a team based off preseason games? I'm not judging a team based off preseason games. I'm judging the team based off their four and fucking thirteen record last year and what they did in the offseason. I don't think they, anybody they, they even. Can, I don't think anybody even brought up. I don't even know if the Giants won or lost the preseason. They won last game. night, and what they do in the first game? They won. Oh, they're two and zero. Oh. Heads up, you know, like they're what no Baltimore I? Ravens. Oh, they're, they're no Ravens. Yeah, we didn't touch 20. that. Then the Ravens twenty two in a row. Uh, but anyway, did you bet that game? <laughs> you, you were talking about it. I was talking about it. and I should have bet it, but I have, I have a my brain doesn't work right. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm not judging them based off of of what they've done in the preseason. I'm uh, and, and like I said, expectations by the Giants fan base are high with a new regime. So that's good. Fine. Now we go to the schedule. You find me all these wins. Okay, here we go. We got Kyle popping in with the Montgomery signed jersey has entered the chat. Oh, uh, yes. Congrats Kyle pulled a fantastic yesterday. signed jersey yesterday and on the break buds. Be sure to go check that out. Um, schedule. Source. You're 0-1, by the way. You're not going to Tennessee and winning. So that's that's not going to happen. Then they get home and they play the Panthers. I, I you know, And I said this in the Panthers thing. Um, the Giants will win that game. I, I think the Giants win their home opener. Why not? You know, like they're not... They're not like incompetent, you know what I mean? Like the Giants will will push the ball down the field. They're gonna play defense, and I'm not sold on any of this shit. But I I think that they're gonna be okay. Then you're gonna get the fucking brakes beat off you in Monday Night Football. Dallas Cowboys coming. I'll be in that game. I mean, my brother to go. And here we go. Um, anyway, and then you'll get your second win of the year. The following week, you're gonna be like so pissed off. The Giants fan base is gonna be up in arms and they're gonna be like, oh, we're one and two. It's gonna suck. But then you're gonna go and beat Justin Fields, and you're gonna win. You're gonna go two and two. All of a sudden. Whispers. Here we go. Oh, man. The Giants, are they a 500 team? Are we going to win fucking eight games? Well, we'll see. So then they go to bloody old London for Aaron Rodgers to just dice them up. <laughs> That's what's going to happen in that game, uh, which, again, I still firmly am behind no international f- games 
to be played because it's not fair. And I'm not about to say it. I, I know it's 2022 and everybody complains, bitches, whines about everything. But I will say the Packers losing a home game to play the Giants in London is garbage. And that's anybody who has to host. Unless you're the Jaguars who basically have a residency out there in, in London. Losing a home game out to play in London. So play the other fans and fucking Germany London. and shit. Get the fuck out of here. I'd rather old. play Jacksonville in London than Jacksonville. Yeah. Just don't play well there. Oh, you don't play well in in Florida. Um, Anyway, then you got the Ravens. mm -mm, Not going to do that. Uh, Then you got the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Mm -mm, Not going to do that either. Then you get a win. You're going to Seattle, right? Because Seattle's probably going to be a bottom feeder of the NFL this year. They're going to be in a top three draft pick next year, in my opinion. Seattle's rough. So going into the bye, I have, let's see, one, two, three. So eight games, so three and five at the bye. You don't think they beat the Jaguars? No. No. A lot of people, uh, uh, there's a lot of people uh, thinking they're going to beat Tennessee. Ooh. Can unvaxxed Rodgers go to England? Yeah, he said yes. Yeah, okay, cool. James I mean, he's Wilson. taking every drug under the sun at this I'm point. Sure so he can do whatever he wants. I'm sure as soon as the schedule came out. That Giants, all right. Ruth's got five and three. Reporter. Complete opposite of me. I got him three and five. So the bye week happens. It comes at a great time because then you can reassess, and the Giants will get back to 500. They beat the Texans at home, and then they beat the Lions. Dave, Dave loves the midseason bye week. I do, because <laughs> it, it breaks up the season, you know? <laughs> The fact somebody drafted somebody yesterday in the day, I'm like, week 14, bye. What the fuck is that? That's horrible. I literally don't even give a shit. It's like they got to deal it with it. Well, it all depends it on what your, what your situation. Sometimes it might suck, but sometimes it works like, out. All right, let's just say you're down two games in a division. You get your bye in week 14. Yeah, then you want to prime, get ready to rock and roll, get yourself healthy, and go on your run. But you got to buy in like week four, week five. It's like, shit, now we got to play fucking 12 games in a row. That Some, sucks. Sometimes when so you're in the middle of the pack, when you're rolling, good. whatever happened to the whole thing of like when you're rolling, do you even want the buy? Because then you're well. That's you know. No, so maybe I said maybe that an early bye week. Uh, maybe uh, an early bye week when you're two and three, and then you fix it then, and then you could roll. It could work out. So, so the Giants are going to have some fans optimistic at around Thanksgiving. They'll be five and five, and then they're going to go to Dallas. And listen, the Cowboys have not made my Thanksgiving good at all for the last I don't know four years. I want to say three years. It's been a long time. I think the Cowboys are much more talented than the Giants, and at home, I think they get it done. But it would not surprise me for the Giants to go into Dallas on Thanksgiving and ruin my fucking holiday. That's usually how it works. So, anyway, then you got Washington. I think you can win that game. I really do. Uh, Then you're probably going to get swept by Philly. I don't think you match up well with Philly this year at all, considering I think Jalen Hurts is going to have himself a better year. We'll talk about that on Wednesday. Um Washington, you'll split with. I feel like you'll split there. How many wins you got right now? Seven. I don't know, man. I, I have I a total. I have a total at the end. No, I don't have seven. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now what I have. After they win, their last win will probably come against the the Commanders, the home game against the Commanders, Week Thirteen. Then they lose out. They lose out because then people are going to start saying, "All right, it's time to start talking about top five, top six draft picks again. Who are we going to replace?" I got the Giants finishing. For the 2022 Giants, I got them going six and eleven. That's I, me. I got them better, and that's not coming at it's not coming at you as a Cowboys fan because you'll hear the rest of the predictions the rest of the week. Do I have the Cowboys winning the division? Sure do, <laughs> but I still think the Giants are are on the come up. Look, if you win four games last year and you win six in a first new regime. That's a win for me. And the Giants fans should be optimistic because then there's another draft. There's another free agency class. Guys are coming off the books. You can decide what you want to do with Barkley. So the Giants are going to be very relevant very soon, just not this year. I think you're going to get torched for this. I don't what? think they're going to be relevant. I think I think their defense is very suspect, but I think their offense is going to be pretty decent. Look, there's too many Based question marks for me. Like The, the Barkley Based situation on, is, like is up said, in the air. I'm look, worried about that. I'm worried about Kenny Galladay's 
um, ability to stay on the field and when he's on the field, play hard. But I do think that they got the, finally the right coach in this situation to get the most out of these players. I think that the Giants will hover around seven or eight wins. I don't think that they're much better than what Dave thinks, but I think that they're going to they're gonna at least push that because their schedule is very favorable. I'm sorry. Like, a lot of the teams, like Washington, Philly, like, even Philly, while we're looking at them as a potential team – the Giants could easily win a game in Philly yeah. or vice versa. You know, like it's it's happening. It's not another realm of possibilities. I'm not saying that's happened. So there's there's a lot of games where, you know, there's this very similar situation to the Giants where they have a new front office that's rampant in across the NFC this this year. Really, we're definitely going to touch on that at one point this week. Yeah. All the new faces and new places. There's, there's, a, there's a, lot a lot of a lot of, of turnover up top for a lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, the Giants are just one of the one of the many, and they do have talent. It's just they haven't been able to stay on the field together. They have improved. Offensive line, and I think up front on defense is going to make up for a lot of deficiencies on the back end. But the Giants are going to lose their ton of football games. Can you give too, me so. a bad take from Rube at some point last year? What did he say last year? You didn't have one. He said real- Joey Gallo was going to hit fifty home runs. Okay, cool. What? So there, there's your fucking take, and there, that's how you, that's how to take uh, James Rube seriously. One on one, class is in session. Don't tell me the Giants are going to have seven wins by Thanksgiving. Who on earth? Look, I'm not omitting the fact that they changed their scheme and changed their coaching staff. They that might. guy is better than what they had. The guy I had was awful. But look, he might, awful. They might, they might not. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they will not. They might not. They will I not. Might, I would say the the How many odds on that. Look, it, Rube. I told you they're five and five. I would imagine at the, that. So I give him five. Rube, I don't know Seven if Rube plays the season long bets because. Fucking Christ! You better be smacking that over on seven wins. Seven and three by then. Give me, se- give me. Right, listen, Good for you, Rube. I was at six and eleven, right? I, I'm six and eleven. I won't like gun to my head if you said the Giants win plus seven games. Eight. I'll say, yeah, all right. I fine. would say that the fine. over, the over has to be plus money or at least like like plus one twenty. If the over seven wins has to be plus money. And and Jimmy, uh, Stimmy, Jimmy, <laughs> Stimmy coming in about Jimmy. That's not the the trend, you know. Like that's they're obviously if it's not Daniel Jones, it's a rookie next year. Yeah, there's yeah. never going to be. A, we don't live in that world where it's like let's find the solve this year, do really good, get bounced early, and then Jimmy then you're G, fucking stuck. Jimmy G is a, a bridge the gap for a, a, an injury on a playoff team. That's what he is. What's up? That's Joey D. How you doing? Say, wait a minute. Hold on. I was like, I'm sitting if you're right here, here and he's here, then you it's like Spider Man meme. Like, dun, dun, dun. yeah. Uh, so shout out to Joey. Hey, make D. sure you like the video, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Uh, but anyway, that's this is the first a first time comment from Joe. I yeah, I've never seen got that. Got him signed in. You know what you're YouTube. doing, him. You're tra- you're turning him into some kind of social media mogul. All of a yeah, yeah, you got him on YouTube. You got him on the Instagram. You got him all over the place. This is very unJoe like. So for anybody that doesn't know Joe, he is the buddy of mine. Literally, the break buddy of mine. We do bud. Uh, we smoke weed together <laughs> and do card breaks. Um, is it? What do you say? We Imagine do, Diggs trying to cover AJ Brown. Oh man! Yeah, I know. Every fifty-fifty ball is coming man. back with Diggs. By the way, those like everybody with the fucking yardage thing, man. Jesus Christ! You you're literally finding every excuse to pull out of the Cowboys' good success last year. A guy picks eleven balls off, and you find a way. Like, well, he let up a lot of yards. Okay, cool. The Cowboys won twelve and five, bro. Twelve and five. You didn't do that by accident. Hit them fucking best defensive player in football last year, and he didn't no, win that award. He wasn't. Parsons was in the conversation. Did you Don't see Michael Parsons we pulled yesterday? No, what did they pull? Didn't we pull Mike Parsons a, It yesterday? wasn't anything. But it was still it was a, a, a Michael Parsons, Mike Parsons card. card. I want it. <laughs> I'm sure everybody does. Um, oh, by yeah. the way, Scoop says uh, we both look beautiful. So that's no, good. He's talking about me. He saw me, like, my reflection. through. Oh, oh all right. You can pull yourself up if you want. Add, add a camera. Go ahead. Go, 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 for, go for it. Without killing the entire stream. No, we did it. That was pretty bad yesterday. <laughs> 
don't want to do that. Don't, I don't know what you just did, but nah, <laughs> you're I good. Anyway, uh, that's the Giants in a nutshell. Tomorrow, wow, is that true, Mike? Everybody better like the goddamn video. I tell you guys yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah. It's so easy. Even when the video's over, go back and like it. You know what um, Kyle's excuse was yesterday? He's like, oh, uh, you, you can't TV like thing. Yeah, it's a TV thing. I do it from my TV. <laughs> But, you gotta like, but here's well, the thing. I, no, no, I think, I think, I think what, when you're a content creator, you have something signed in not on your thing, of so course, you could yeah. watch and things like that without. <laughs> Radio face Rob YouTube breaks the upon watching internet. your own videos. That's one of the first things it says in the monetization rules. It's like, do not watch your own videos. What? You could get like flagged for that shit. Gooch, you still got your what own videos. We need not watch spot? our own videos. We can't like, watch our videos? Meaning, like, if you're on your own co- account, like, running up the videos. Don't, didn't we do that already? No, I signed in into a different, hey, different account. Hey, see, he's always thinking. He's always on top of things. Uh, anyway, so tomorrow would be the Commodores, which, yes. what? Hey, Gooch, still in the fantasy spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Shoot you. Shoot him a message. I, got you down. You go. I do want good, good, Oh, good, as Gooch good. Uh, decided to add four leagues yesterday uh, to the Chop Sports Look, guys, Facebook League. The reason league. why I'm doing this is because I'm a man of the people. There was a lot of uh, uh-huh. a lot of people asking about last year's debacle, which the league was a success. It went off well. Everyone got paid. There was no debacle debacle, but it was just a hard league to manage because it was 16-man teams. We're, we're chopping that down, and I'm going to fill as many 12-man <laughs> leagues as Chop Sports wants wait, to fill. Wait, Danny, I just, all right, we can move off the Giants now because I do have to bring this up. Oh, uh, Danny was asking, my brother's coming in saying, Gooch, how's my team? Am I winning the league this year? Because you did call. I didn't see it. Here's the team. Ready? I'll just, I'll just roll them off just because we're, we're, done with the, we're done with the Giants right now. Ready? So at three, he jumps up, gets, uh, gets Najee Harris. I like it. I loved it because I was waiting for him at five. All the way back, Devontae Adams. Okay. You know, I like it. All the way back. Well, on the other way, Josh Allen as his quarterback. Don't like it. Don't like the fact that he took a quarterback early, right? Yeah, I know you're but, not a big but, fan of that. You know, I'm not going to be like, why? Fourth round, know? Kyle Pitts. Okay. I like it, but I don't. Uh, Is that DJ yeah. Moore? Yeah. DJ Moore. So after, but so after he's got ha- no holes right away. Well, Harris is his running back, right? And then he goes Corderell Patterson, Edwards Alaire. Like those were his back to back picks. He's, I think, I feel like he. It's good, it's good value late. Ayuk. Later on, uh, then Sky Moore took a shot at him a little early. He's got a better team than you. Dante, well, fuck off. <laughs> Dante <laughs> Foreman, Russell Gage for the first. And then he took Pickens, which I wanted very badly. Uh, and then he took a pick right from me. Uh, I told him, I was like, I'm going to go grab Tyler Aguirre or whatever his name is from Atlanta. Well, he's got, he's yeah, got Patterson, so he took. I said, that's running your mouth. You and the done yourself. Yeah, I like the team, too. It's definitely – I. Like getting pits in the fourth when he's going typically in like mid third, the latest, that's steal. That's a good, definitely a good steal. <laughs> Rube's coming in. This team is way better than yours. Wow. <laughs> it really is, though. I'm sorry to say it. Uh, listen, I didn't you have took that. Zeke too early, bro. You would have, he would have been. No, he wouldn't have. I guarantee, I guarantee you, he doesn't get past Danny in round three. Yeah. And well, he doesn't do Josh Allen. That's a stat. That's well, a well, fact. Danny, uh, thank your big brother. You're welcome, Danny. Because while I am not, I'm going. I'm, not, I'm looking at you, I'm kid, and I'm saying people to pick quarterbacks. back-to-back champion, Danny. I'm not advising people to pick quarterbacks that early. Anyway. Um, I'm also ill-advising Zeke that early. So just to touch a Zeke little bit, Zeke is going to lead the league in rushing, and you're all going to eat your words. Touch a little bit back on the fantasy thing. Um, there's as many leagues as we could, as many 12-man leagues as we could fill. Right now, we're like two players away from filling a third 12-man <laughs> league. Danny's happy, and I'm going to cap it. But I'm going to put people down on a on a wait list and see if we can get 12 more, and then we'll add another league. Draft is going to be on Tuesday after Labor Day at night, and we're going to run all four of the drafts like simultaneously. So Whatever, yeah. it'll be an interesting situation. 
the the studio will be open for anyone who wants to show up. Uh, Bailey, Last year, uh, nobody showed up. So. Bailey, I know. Oh, ba- it was just you and me, literally, uh, sitting uh, right here. Bailey just announcing, coming in, saying... Baker Mayfield has been announced to be the starting quarterback of the Panthers. We kind of had an inkling that that was going to happen last year, uh, last week, uh, but there it is. It's done. So anyway, no, uh, that's a different. Kyle, draft, this Tom. is a completely different thing. We're going to talk that ours is a dynasty league. This is not. Wait, was on league. Sunday? Like this Sunday? No, 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 no. no. Six o'clock. Is, no, no. He's talking Sunday. about what's in the Kyle. We'll talk after. That's that has draft. nothing to do with it. Yeah. The dynasty one. Dave, could we just talk draft. after? <laughs> what, yeah. What's going on with everybody? It's got to be we'll, your. We'll bowl. figure it all out. Um, all right. There's a lot of leagues that I'm in, and I'm running almost every single one of them. So when you're we like, got time for when that. is the draft? I'm like, well, which fucking league? A lot of leagues. A lot of leagues. A lot of fantasy football to get into. We'll get into more of that on Friday. Uh, I will promise myself that I have a better draft uh, coming up this weekend. Joe Angelo's league. That's the league I really, really want to win because I really, really don't like a lot of those guys in that league. So um, where have you I'm been? Kidding. Stimmy is wondering. He hasn't seen you on the Grinder app. <laughs> Using his burner account. It's called Husky yeah. Lotus. <laughs> Husky oh, Lotus. boy. Husky Lotus. <laughs> Shout out to Tommy. Uh, brand new Fight Factory dropping tomorrow. Yeah. Be sure to check that out as we record later on today. Uh, brand new Jimmy Palumbo show dropping tomorrow, so be sure to get involved with that. Please like the video, subscribe, share, do all the social media stuff that we ask you to do so kindly. It uh, helps us uh, in the old search and the algorithms and all that stuff. So. That's a show. That's a Giants show. So I hope the Giants fans aren't too mad at me. Not, I don't see. Actually, I do see a couple text messages over here. So I'm not wondering if people just like totally shat on me. But whatever, man. Whatever. I just I gave you relevancy next year. How about that? You're, you're going to be in the conversation next year. This year, not so much. Daniel Jones is your quarterback. You're not in the conversation. I'm sorry. Hey, Rube, I'll see you over there, buddy. Let's link up. Oh, that's right. Okay, so Rube's um, going to the game. You're going to the game. Yeah, I'll be at the Yankees Mets game tonight to watch the Scherzer. Fan 11. How's the weather looking? An 8 through 8. 50-50. All right. That that game will start at 9 p.m. You know who didn't get wet? Leon Edwards. I see what you did there. Headshot. Dead. (laughs) So, Rube, yeah, hit me up. I'm looking at New York. Looks like you're um, good. So, we got Kyle. I think Kyle's saying that he's going to join into that league. We got got Stimmy joining. We got Jack saying that they want in. So, that's three. That'll be... That'll be 36. Um, if we start adding, I'm sure. What are we talking about? I missed it. This is the fantasy league. Um, which so guys, fantasy we'll reach you out talking to you after. <laughs> um, if we fill up the third league today, which I think it's good to go. Um, Rube said he came in before. He was like, I'm fucking, he's getting he'll want a second team. Yeah, and if we Rube, need you're to. Rube, you're a sixth if we individual. Need to, if we need to, we will. Because Rube understands that it doesn't take much bandwidth to set and forget and just root for your interests. Like, pick one, and it's all going to happen. I just feel, and that's, you're right, you're right. I just feel like because now you're running these leagues, it's just going to be a constant, like, but this didn't work, and that was blah, 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 blah. And just we, how, that how, talk about bandwidth, how often, bro. You're not going to have how often, that. How often yes. did you have an issue in our league last year, the one you ran? The one I was in? The one you ran and were in. I'll be here, Kyle. None. None. All right. Anyway. Exactly. I'm I'm a pro. I'm a fantasy. I'm coming on Sunday to draft in Pert. All for right. Twenty five so years. For the love counting. of God, what is there something happening Sunday? Yes, there's a draft at six o'clock. The dynasty draft at six o'clock Sunday. It's been in the app for this months, Sunday. Right? Yes. Are no, you sure? No, 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 no. Yes. That's wrong. It's I. We'll, you have it. In that could we could we all <laughs> shut the fuck up? <laughs> Why can't we talk? Not, we got viewers. I don't, Why can't we talk? No, because the, you're you're asking me like it's Sunday. It's like bro. Do I? I just literally said. Did I do that? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> we'll Wait figure a it out. I'm in 31 leagues. Guys, yeah. are, they're all canceled. Fuck this. I'm not dealing with I, any of that. That was my goal the my entire time. Is... My entire time. I was like, can we get Gooch to just shut them out all down? Yo, 
if you could look into any of these chats when I said, guys, nobody reads shit. Because I can promise you, I can pull no, up you a set fucking the thing. Gap for something. That's why they're and then, asking. And then, and then, and then. But here's the hours. problem. Like I said, nobody, <clears throat> nobody fucking reads anything because I said, guys, I set the draft in the app because I wanted to. Set I do the draft remember that order. text. And then I said, everything is fluid. If if this person can't make it on this day, like we, I'm setting it so we could kind of collectively massage. Yeah, I'm assuming that if you set up a league and sleeper, you have to put a date. We'll be okay. We'll, we'll be, be okay. okay. The, the league will be drafted, and we will have our players. Everyone okay? I'm not okay. <laughs> fucking got me worked Casey up. Casey Evans, Sturge gets mad when you talk. When you bad mouth Zeke. Gooch gets mad when you talk scheduling. <laughs> Kryptonite. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Thank you guys for watching. We appreciate you. Like the video. Tell your friends about us. We'll see you brack, brack, back here tomorrow for the Washington Commanders. I wonder which, which awesome sports media company decided to name them the Commanders before they named themselves the Commanders. I can't put my finger on it. And just so I could be clear, I'm blowing up the group chats. It's a sleeper app. They have a group chat for each league there. I'm tired of it. If you don't read it, you're, it's on you. That's it. Wow. All right. Bang. So it is written. So it shall be done. Done. Surprise. All right. Sturch, Gooch, and of course, Wrestling Rob, Anthony, Ashley, the entire community here today. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Kyle, fuck you, bro. Oh, my He's God. He's like, I'll see you Sunday then? Question mark. <laughs> but there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.